All right, good morning everyone, it's the Philosophy here, and we're about to start our Philosophy in the Morning podcast, um, on the way to work, as per usual, and yeah, I guess today we'll be talking about, I guess we'll talk about Philosophy of Education, just because, I mean, I am on the way to teach class right now, and Philosophy of Education is probably the area in philosophy that... I deal with the most now. Um, my time, I guess, is no longer as focused on existentialism or phenomenology as it was in the past. Uh, this is actually all right. I actually find that philosophy education is just as useful um, and maybe, maybe a little bit more complex, even though phenomenology was beast to penetrate head first. Um, anyway, so philosophy education, in general, it's how philosophy will be used in order to, I guess, pass on knowledge that would be more closely related to epistemology, which is, I guess, how we know things. How do we know things? How do we know knowledge, essentially? Uh, But also, philosophy education does have an aspect of ethics as well, just because as a teacher, as um, a professional, you do have a deontological code, meaning a code that is essentially an ethical code that one uh, person, an individual who is in this profession of uh, education must follow. So I guess there's an ethical side within uh, philosophy education. Uh, There's also the aesthetic side. So aesthetics would be uh, how do we cut between what is beautiful, between what is ugly, or essentially instead of as ethics looks at morality aesthetics kind of does the same thing or looks at art um, and it be I say this just because um, education or pedagogy uh, is somewhat of an art and there is a way to cut in between what is also good pedagogy, or I guess ethically good pedagogy, but also what looks good as pedagogy and what makes teaching beautiful. But there's also an aspect which is the opposite, which the educator is tasked to avoid, which is making education ugly, or uh, which would, I guess, be closely linked to a bad education or being a bad educator. Plato talks about this a lot, where he talks about how to educate um, the child. The educators are trying to create a link between what is good and what is beautiful, and between what is bad and what is ugly, so that when the child becomes an adult, this adult now associates what is beautiful with what is good, and what is good with what is beautiful, and they they also associate what is bad as being ugly and what is ugly as being bad. 
very simplified version uh, that the ancient Greeks had used. Um, Plato was uh, was one of the earlier, I guess, philosophers of education, since he did publish a book called The Republic, which was essentially an attempt to create the ideal cite or the ideal city. And one of the foundations of this was it had to have strong roots within its own education, uh, its own educational systems. Um, other aspects or other branches of philosophy that bleed into the education or the philosophy of education would be essentially, what else? I mentioned ethics, aesthetics. Uh, I also men mentioned... Yeah, I almost lost my train of thought there, but I guess to go back that the philosophy of education does bleed into ethics, otherwise known as how do we decide how to, uh, and determine what is good between what is bad. Um, another branch of philosophy that bleeds into education would have to be aesthetics, which would be how do we determine what is beautiful between what is ugly. Uh, I also mentioned that epistemology will bleed into Education, which is epistemology, is how do we know what we know or what are kind of the foundations of knowledge. I guess since we are working with young minds, we could also mention that there's the philosophy of mind uh, that we could take a look at, which is essentially what are the underlying principles of how the mind works. Very closely related to psychology, but again, philosophy comes more and less of a science, and it'll actually try and combine both, which I guess, even I have a hard time sometimes finding the fine line between what is philosophy and what is psychology, when it comes to philosophy of the mind, anyway. Um, not, I've not read too much philosophy of the mind, but I really should. Another aspect of education, or I guess another branch of philosophy that bleeds into education would be a little bit of metaphysics. Metaphysics being uh, what are the underlying principles or foundations that kind of govern reality. I guess education tries to do that as students as they move through the education system, they start to build a combination of mental representations, uh, gather, gathering knowledge and gathering the ability uh, to execute more practical skills that would be necessary later in life. And in schools, we try to simulate the real world.
the education that one receives after school, such as the education that life will hand you, um, and its ability to hand the individual the lesson first. No, no, sorry. The educational system will hand the lesson usually first and then the experience, whereas the real world will give the experience first, then the lesson. Mind you, again, we can take those two ideas and kind of split them up and make them into almost two philosophies of education. As an educator, are we trying to serve the lesson almost on a platter to the learners and then have them experience what this lesson holds? Or are we taking the other position where are we exposing the children to the experience first and then have them be presented with the lesson? Or better yet, they could be the ones discovering the lesson, which would be a better representation of how the real world works. Since after you you leave school, there's no longer an authority figure or an educator necessarily, unless you had a mentor or whatnot, uh, that's kind of leading you the answers as you move through the stages of life. So I guess now I can dive a little bit deeper into my own personal philosophy of education. Uh, since before this, we've kind of been looking at philosophy of education in general. Or at least some aspects of it. I mean, we barely scratched the surface, really. Um, you could do a whole course on the philosophy of education. Anyway, I just kind of uh, put my philosophy of education into English words, which, since I do teach in French, I actually really haven't had the opportunity to, I guess, try and articulate uh, how I view my own philosophy of education. I'd have to say one of the foundations of my philosophy of education and one of the first principles it'll hold is the idea that in this profession as an educator, one has to not only be open to, but one must make their own pedagogy something that is constantly improving. And if not, one will quickly become obsolete in this vocation. That being said, this can be translated into natural utility in that in our constantly changing world, the educator must also be constantly changing and adapting, constantly learning, constantly improving their pedagogy or their art and science of teaching, their art and method of teaching so that they can keep up with all society's changes. <coughs> Sorry, another uh, first principle I'll use is this method of reverse engineering the year. Um, since as an educator I'm provided with a curriculum which gives me all the outcomes that Students are must necessarily know by the end of the year, and 
but having the outcomes in mind and having almost what the students, I guess it is what the students should be should be able to to be able to do, to be able to explain, to be able to define, to be able to put into use at the end of the year, I'll then have a fairly good idea of How do I break down these outcomes and how do I make sure I create evaluations <coughs> that <coughs> can determine if the students are able to achieve the outcomes or if they're on their way to achieving these outcomes or if they have been these outcomes and how do I get them back on track towards attaining them. So that'll be the aspect of evaluation. Uh, I guess that leads into planning as well. And another one of the first principles that I'll hold, especially as a young educator, is this idea of systems building. Um, my teacher mentor from last year left me with the idea that for the next decade, my first decade of teaching, it's going to be a lot of system building. So what kind of routines, what kind of systems can I have in place to not only become more efficient, but to also be constantly improving my pedagogy, constantly learning, constantly refining the way that I teach not only become closer to my own style while building my own teaching style, but also be better at essentially providing an education for students. Another principle would be that idea that the child comes first and the learner comes first. about it for today. Uh, I felt like today was a little bit shorter. I don't know why. It probably wasn't. I mean, same distance for me to start this podcast and then for me to get to work for this podcast. But yeah, I guess I'll be doing a little bit more uh, philosophy education videos just because I find that it does help to articulate my philosophical thought in regards to education or in regards to essentially my vocation or career that I'll be pursuing over the next 30, 20, I mean, 40 years, depends. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we could we could totally go deeper into this. I mean, we could even make this uh, segment every Thursday where I just focus on philosophy education. There's so much we haven't even talked about, we haven't even mentioned. Uh, but yeah, hope you guys have an awesome day. It's Dawson of Philosophy here. Hope you guys learned something new on this I believe it's the fourth episode now of philosophy in the morning and yeah hope you guys have an awesome Thursday see you tomorrow